Real estate marketing, having a marketing stream of leads, of deals. You know, you can depend on wholesalers to get you deals. You can depend on an agent. That's fine. But that's going to dry up at some point or there's just not enough meat on the bone really to take it to that next level. What's going on, guys? This is the Passive Wealth Strategy Podcast. Today, our guest is Zach Booth. Today, we're talking to a young guy who built a really awesome real estate business. He's going to tell you all about his story, but he went from low income to now fairly high income through, well, again, he's going to tell you about it, but through building a business that he's been successful with in the real estate space. So today you're going to learn something about a particular niche of real estate investing that is enabling hustlers like Zach, people who are willing to put in a lot of work and sweat equity and take some risk, enabling them to make fantastic incomes. And he's a super, you know, super young guy and he's built this awesome business that he's going to tell you more about. And you know, you just have to respect the hustle and learn some important lessons, I think, about uh, money and value in this interview with Zach. And he has a really inspiring, interesting, exciting thing coming up that he's uh, doing here in the beginning of 2021, where he's going to turn $1,000 into $40,000 in 40 days. He's definitely going to make the 40K happen. 100% he's going to hit the 40K. But can he do it in 40 days? That is the question. And as I record this, he hasn't started yet. But as you're listening, he is working on it. So you can go check him out on YouTube, check the links in the show notes, and uh, watch his progression, whether or not he turns $1,000 into $40,000 in 40 days. Interesting guy, super young guy, a lot of hustle. And he's got some, again, important real estate and say money and value lessons in this one. For those of you who are new to the show, I'm your host, Tabor Boat. I'm a real estate investor, a real estate syndicator. I buy apartment buildings with passive investors and split the return. Love learning from guys like this who just hustle and drive and build something great and you know are willing to share important lessons with me and you and everybody else out there. So without any further ado, thank you for tuning in. Here we go with Zach Booth. Zach, thank you for joining us today. Well, thanks for having me. I'm excited to talk with you. You have such a like a cool story and a cool business, and you've got something really cool ahead of you that we're going to get to. The listeners out there, we're going to talk about it. Something he's doing and coming up soon. But uh, before we get into all that, can you tell us a bit, you know, about your story, where you came from? It's very uh, inspiring and you know, exciting. So. Don't want to tell you my whole life story because no one really cares too much, right? But but I was a window washer. And so that's what I was doing professionally before real estate. Um, I started when I was 17. I ran it for like uh, 10 years with a mission in between there to Sao Paulo, Brazil. You know, if you Google or if you YouTube window washing, I'm going to be like one of the top five videos, I'm sure. I have one video on there. It's got like 10 million views. Wow. And my rotator cuffs messed up from it. And I uh, watched a lot of windows. I ended up on the History Channel because of it, surprisingly enough. And from the outside looking in, it was looked like I was super successful, but I was burnt out. I hated the industry. I didn't love what I was doing. I didn't feel like I was adding any value. And really, I wasn't making that much money. Um, you know, I remember the day my son was born, I, I couldn't help but just focus on how am I going to pay the bills? 
It wasn't in it and it bothers me to this day. It hurts me to my core because, you know, my family's the most important thing to me. And being a dad was something I really wanted and it was crazy about my wife. And like that's what I wanted in life. And I I couldn't even afford to pay the medical bills. It was just wasn't in a good place, man. So that's kind of where I come from professionally. You know, I started when I was 17. So I had a few business ideas and things that I dabbled in and failed at beyond window cleaning, but like I'm no one special, you know what I mean? Just a regular dude from, you know, not a super wealthy family. And so yeah, that's my background, man. That's awesome. And then, you know, what you turned that into and built your business on, I just really, your current business is really what I want to discuss today. And, you know, let's get into that. Tell us a bit about, you know, what that business is and like what your specialization is, what got you out of that uh, window washing profession. Yeah. So I'll tell you where I'm at now. So I have a wholesaling business. Last year we did 1.2 million. We're going to be close to that this year. Um, We didn't really scale our marketing. We really increased our profit margins though, and then some, which was nice, right? Uh, did a lot better job cleaning up. You know, I had data to actually go off to clean up some of the garbage expenses. And we expanded recently to Tampa, actually hopefully double the business. We went from having 2,000 addresses to our marketing list a week to now 4,000. Plus we added radio and we're going to add online marketing. So my expectation is two to 3 million in revenue next year. And um, we have a team of uh, two acquisition managers, three cold callers, um, marketing director, a couple drivers. And so that's my team. I, the wholesaling business, I'm doing very well. It's pretty much passive for me at this point. I show up to the KPI meetings um, once a week and I sit in on a one-hour team meeting on Mondays. And that is it. That's all I do. I, I kind of I'm in the office because I coach. I work out of this office. I kind of see what's going on. I get asked questions here and there, but I don't pay the bills. I don't. I now don't write the paychecks, which is cool. Um, and I don't hire. So I've I've been able to build something really special and uh, feel very grateful to be there. So that's my wholesaling business. But I also got into coaching, and that's what I spend all my time on. It's where I get all my fulfillment. It's what I love doing. Um, and I started that a couple years ago as well. So. It's been quite the ride um, from window washing to where I am now. I feel immensely grateful. Um, and then you had asked, how did I get there? And uh, I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, sometimes it's like, holy crap, because, because I was a window washer, you know, and I dreamed of more, but I didn't know how to get there. I really didn't. And so I hired, well, I had learned about real estate and I was listening to podcasts while I was washing windows, mindless work, you know, just blah. And so I'm listening to podcasts and books, bored out of my freaking mind, trying to like get out. And I learned about, you know, creative seller finance subject to where you take over people's mortgages and low interest rates. And I had bought a duplex for my first house and was living in half and renting the other half for free. And I was like, this is, this is great. Like, Screw window washing. This is great. And, but I didn't know how to do more. So I paid $10,000 to a mentor to teach me. That was bad. It was really, really bad. Um, and the reason it was bad was, was not because having mentors is bad. I love mentors. I've, I've spent a ton of money on mentors and I'm a mentor, right? So of course, I don't think they're bad. But that was a bad situation because he didn't teach a main principle that is so essential to be being successful in real estate investing. It doesn't matter if you want to wholesale, if you want to buy and hold, you have to have lead, lead source. You have to have leads. If you don't have a discounted property or 
good terms or something to turn a piece of real estate into cash flow or into lump sum of cash, you will not be successful. So I read a book after I had joined that program. I read a book, it's called Multifamily Millions. And it says that if, if uh, you probably read it, great book, right? And in there, he, he says, he says this, right? He's much more successful than me. He says, if, uh, real estate investing is marketing. If you can't get that between your two ears, you won't be in business for long. I was like, ah, aha, right? Then I had learned about something called wholesaling. And I was like, oh, I want to get into that. So I paid a mentor to teach me how to wholesale, got into that. And I ended up doing my first wholesale deal. I made 10 grand. That was April of 2017. So it's only end of 2020, right? Like the lot has happened in my life since then. I mean, a lot. And so I did okay. I made like six figures that year from it. And I walked away from window cleaning, which was great. But at the beginning of 2018, the first couple of months, I, I didn't do anything. Like I got no leads. I got payments. I got a pregnant wife and I'm like, oh crap, I got my second kid on my way. And I was like, now what am I going to do? And I remembered that book, real estate investing is marketing. I had no leads. I had to get new marketing. So I learned about something called driving for dollars. Driving for dollars is essentially um, finding rundown, ugly houses and and ask if they want to sell. And the reason you do that is if you want to get a property at a discount, you need to have someone that owns a house that's a thorn in their side. Because because we're like a pawn shop for houses, okay? So so if you have if you, for example if you have something you want to sell at a pawn shop, do you know they're going to turn around and sell it for profit? Yeah, That's what they right. Do. You do. That's what they do, and you're okay with that because it's convenient, it's easy, it's quick cash. You don't want to deal with it anymore. That thing you just want to be done with it, right? And I went and proved this concept. I did on my YouTube channel. I went door to door in an affluent neighborhood, right? Wealthy people, and I said, "Do you have any junk you'd like to sell? I have a mobile pawn shop." And uh, I turned 500 bucks into a thousand bucks an hour and a half. Wow. Right. Just to show that people of all types, I don't don't care if they're intelligent or not, trade convenience for price where mammals take the path of least resistance. Right. And so our goal is to find people to have a property that's a thorn in their side, tired landlords, inherited properties, divorce situations, freeloading children, like just so many situations where they're just like, just take the damn house, please. Whatever the terms, whatever, please take my house. And you go, seller, that's too low. Can I give you more for the house? Seriously, I've done that. They, we sign the contract. They cry and hug me and I make 60 grand, right? And it's like, man, this is a great business. I'm serving people and making a lot of money. And so that's what I found was I had to find those properties. I had to find those people. And what I learned when someone has a property, that's a thorn in their side. They don't want to take care of maintenance. The, you know, the, some shingles blow off. They might throw some patch up there. So it's like off color, doesn't look good. Or they throw a tarp on the roof. There's cracked windows and they put duct tape to fix the crack, right? Like there's obvious signs of neglect. And so what we do is we drive around, find those addresses and then market to them and ask them if they want to sell. When I first started, I was writing down the address, took forever, found a way to add properties at a very fast rate. I have two drivers adding 4,000 properties a week to my list between the two markets. And that's full data, mailing address, property owner, property address, all of that information. And we're reaching out and see if they want to sell. I mean, you can definitely start way small. I definitely started smaller and I'm at now. You know, that size of operation is a couple million dollar business. 
Um, but you know, I only have two drivers to do that. And so if you don't have time, you can definitely hire people. And that's one of the main things I teach as a mentor. Um, but, but the reason I'm a mentor, I, you know, I, I had done, I found driving for dollars, like I said, at the beginning of 2018. And then by the end of that year, I had done just shy of a half a million. And so I was like, how I was pinching myself. Like, is this a dream? This can't be real. I walked into the bank and wrote a $50,000 check and paid off my debts. And that was a good feeling, man. That was a good feeling. And, um, I took my wife to Hawaii. We spent two weeks there in Maui and I went to Lanai and I actually have a scar on my hand from all the, the scuba or not scuba diving, but, uh, swimming. I did uh, spear fishing and stuff. Like I was like, I lived in the ocean for like two weeks. It was the greatest thing ever. It was so amazing. But like, that was such a cool experience. I went to Alaska and went fly fishing for King salmon. And like, I got to have all these adventures and, and this freedom, you know, from that. And at the end of that year, I had had a friend invite me to do a self-help journal with him called living your best year ever. And it talked about building three big goals and, and the importance of giving away whatever you wanted to receive. So one of my big goals was to make a million dollars the next year. Honestly, I didn't really know how I had done the half a million. I felt like I kind of got lucky, you know, and I wasn't even sure if it would happen again. But now I had to give away a million if I wanted to make a million. And I had no idea how to give it away. And I didn't, frankly, I didn't want to. I wanted to make a million. I didn't want to give it away, right? So, so I was like, okay, well, how do I give away a million dollars when I'm just this lucky uh, window washer, basically, right? And, um, so I was like, well, I guess I could teach my marketing system, right? Really, that's what's brought the half a million was, was how I'm finding these properties and how I'm able to get so many addresses and like exactly what I'm doing. So I started teaching it, brought on 10 guinea pigs and started teaching. And the funniest thing happened, the more I taught, the more I learned. The more I taught, the more questions I got that I had never thought of. And I found some major mistakes in my business that I never would have found if I hadn't have helped someone else. And I did $1.2 million that year. And the best part of it is, is I had to teach someone else. So I really had to understand it. And because I understood it so well, I was able to put other people in place to run it for me. So it allowed me to actually build a passive business and help other people. The best part of having my own business and having that success and the stability for my family was I found something that I'm fulfilled by. I found something that I can wake up every morning and be grateful. I have a picture of all of my current students that I'm coaching in my main office. This is my recording studio, but I know all of them. I have a picture of them. I have their names. I pray for them. Like I love them, right? Like I want to serve those people. Sorry, I get emotional when I talk about them. And um, I have a success wall out in the main lobby. And my goal is to get them out of my office onto my success wall. So we do weekly support calls. We have a Facebook group. And so like, I found something that I love. I found a life's purpose and a mission, um, which is to teach. And uh, I'm constantly looking for more ways to serve people. Like as soon as we get off this call, I'm going to do a free financial education course class. So just a free thing that I'm starting to promote for free to help others with basic financial education. And I just feel so overwhelmed with gratitude because of of what's happened in my life. And I don't want to keep it to myself. And I know that I'm so happy because I haven't kept it to myself because I've been willing to share it. Um, so one of the, one of the big projects that I'm working on um, right now, actually, which kind of goes in line with what I'm doing is I wanted to show people what it took, you know, to, to go from where I was to where I am now. And so I'm going to fly my family. We're going to go to Florida and uh, rent an Airbnb, got a couple of vehicles. I'll have my smartphone 
you know, we're going to get started from scratch. I'm going to take a thousand dollars and I'm going to turn that thousand dollars into forty thousand dollars in 40 days. And I'm going to start from scratch. And I may fail completely, like I may completely fail. I'm I'm going to put it on YouTube anyway, right? <laughs> so I'm I'm excited, I'm nervous, I got butterflies. And uh, this is something I was supposed to do last year, but COVID hit and now you know. I've rescheduled it. We're doing it. And um, so it's going to be on my YouTube channel and uh, I'm going to share, I'm going to share that experience. I, and, and my goal is to show you step-by-step what I'm doing so you guys can, can learn and grow from it. Well, that is really, really awesome. That's going to be so cool to watch. And, you know, when this goes live, you're going to be, you know, in the midst of, uh, of working on that. And, you know, I think, um, I'm glad you brought up a little while ago about why somebody would sell uh, their property at a severe discount. Because I mean, you spend when you kind of get into the real estate investing space, you meet busy professionals who want to get into real estate, but they don't understand why somebody would sell me a, their property at a sixty percent discount. Because you know they kind of take for granted that oh, properties only sell on the MLS for the full asking price. But no, when you get into this space, you see all the problems that people have and what, you know, houses really worth when they're kind of dilapidated. You know, it's, it's interesting. Like, cause I had that same problem. Like I, I wanted to get into real estate, but I was like, man, like it sounds so shady. I have to take advantage of people. Like, why would anyone sell? Like, I feel, I feel slimy and, and I have a heart, you know what I mean? Like I care about people as you may can tell, like I, like I live with purpose more so than the drive for money. I like money, nothing wrong with money, but I, I, you know, I just, I also had that like inner problem of like, I don't want to take advantage of someone. So I had picked up some rentals, you know, or I picked up that duplex and I was learning more and trying to find more rentals. And so I was still washing windows and I met this guy's name, Stan, Stan Nielsen, actually uh, great man. He's like 80 years old at the time. And what happened was I was washing his windows, giant house, right? I'm cleaning this giant mansion, obviously very wealthy dude. And I got talking to him. I asked him what he had done, you know, how he'd become so successful. And he's like, well, I'd retired, you know, at a young age because I got, I was a civil engineer and then I got into developments, real estate developing. And I was like, oh, interesting. Cause I wanted to get into real estate. So I, so then I, then, he, then I couldn't get him, you know, I, uh, he couldn't get me to leave him alone. And he told me a whole bunch of stuff and I learned for like an hour and a half. And at the end of it, I said, you know, that's so cool. I would love to pick up two rentals this year. And he said, Oh, that's very convenient. I've got these two properties. <laughs> He's like, I've got these two properties. I don't have time to deal with them. I've got two multi-million dollar developments going right? going to make, I'm sure millions and, and all of his own money into him. I mean, dude's freaking wealthy. Right. And, and he's like, I've got these two rentals. The property manager bailed on me four months ago. I haven't even gone over there to collect rents. It's got some deferred maintenance. I just, I'd rather sell them to you than anyone else. And I was like, great, <laughs> let's, let's, let's do it. And I was like, how much? And he's like half a million for both of them, which was at a discount, but I didn't have the credit. I, I probably had credit, but not enough, right? And I definitely didn't have debt to income for it. Um, and I did, definitely didn't have 25% down to buy these properties. So I was like, well, I couldn't get the loan. I want them, but I can't get the loan. He's like, oh, that's okay. Uh, how much, you know, I could, I could be your bank for it. I could, you know, sell them on financing. I was like, okay, great. Um, let's do it. And he's like, okay, how much down? I was like, uh, a couple thousand bucks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you, if you know anything about real estate, that's almost insulting. 
And he's like, okay. And I was like, all right. And then, and then he pulled out the paper and he's like, Hey, let's sign it. Like, like let's, he pulled out his white blank paper. He starts writing out our agreement. And I was like, Oh shit. Like this is real, you know? (laughs) And And I was like, don't we need an attorney? And I'm like trying to talk him out of writing the agreement right there. And we ended up signing these agreements and I kicked the tenants out, cleaned them up a little bit with my own elbow grease and put tenants in. And I was making like an extra 800 bucks a month, positive cash flow on them. And then like a year and a half later, I put uh, rent to own um, homeowners in there. Both of them cashed me out within a year and a half. I made well over a hundred thousand dollars profit. And I was like, okay, like he knew way more than me. I definitely didn't take advantage of the dude. He knew he was giving them to me at a discount. He didn't want to deal with them and he liked me. It worked out like, and like that experience to me was like, oh, wow. Like it's not always about money, right? Life is not always about money. People's situations, not always about money. Um, And so, you know, if you keep that in mind, if you go to these appointments and talk to these people with, you know, can I serve you? And I always say, well, why don't you list it with an agent? Why don't you fix it up and sell it? That might be your best option. And if they say, that's not what I want, I say, that's fine. You, you know, I can help you and buy it or you can list it. Now, I don't want to list it. I don't want to deal with it. I just want it gone now. Okay, I can serve you. I can be your pawn shop essentially. And so that's that's truly the, the secret or tip that that really changed everything for me. That's amazing. That's really awesome. And, you know, I think you're doing very cool things. And, you know, wholesaling is a, an essential part of the, you know, real estate investing ecosphere you know it's it's very it's very important we're the, to help we're the, people. the tuna fishermen we're the tuna <laughs> fishermen <laughs> right uh, and you know especially now as in most markets the mls you know not even coming close to the one percent rule we need uh yeah. you know folks yep. finding distressed sellers for us for sure for sure yeah right someone's now someone's got to do it yeah exactly right now we're going to take a quick break for our sponsor All right, Zach, I've got three questions. I ask every guest on the show. Are you ready? I am ready. All right. First one, what is the bet? We might already know this, but what is the best investment you ever made other than in your education? Uh, Probably like you, you might actually be surprised by this. When I was 17, I went for it. I went out and started a window cleaning business. I went out and tried to take control of my financial life. I knew nothing. I didn't know what the hell I was doing, but that, that going for it is what most people don't do. They go get a safe, secure job. They go to college. They do what mom and dad tells them to do. It's the blind leading the blind with financial education. And I, I, I took a different path that dropped out of college and I went for it. So that's probably the best investment I made is, which was to go out and try. Nice. Nice. Yeah. The best investment. Now we go to the worst investment. What is the worst investment you ever made? Yeah. When I first started to get into wholesaling, I signed a $30,000 contract. Most of it, I was planning on just paying off with the leads that I would produce, paid a company to produce leads with online stuff. And I not only never did a deal, I never got a lead. Um, and that was really painful. That was really, really, really painful. Um, and so, you know, like I said, real estate investing is marketing. If you want to be successful in this business, you have to take control of your marketing and know it and understand it and get good at it. Wow. That's that's a big hit to take at the beginning, you know, of those investments. Especially as a window cleaner, brother. Well, you had that great nest egg. Well, my favorite question here at the end of the show is what is the most important lesson 
that you've learned in business and investing? Um, like I said, real estate investing, or, or sorry, real estate marketing, having a marketing stream of leads, of deals. You know, you can depend on wholesalers to get you deals. You can depend on an agent. That's fine. But that's going to dry up at some point or there's just not enough meat on the bone really to take it to that next level. You know, plus if you're doing your own marketing, you're producing leads where you can negotiate seller finance for almost no money. I've picked up properties for $1 down. I picked up 0% interest. I've picked up things that people don't say exist. Um, and you know, that wouldn't have been possible without the marketing. You have to have that. I love it. Well, Zach, thank you for joining us today. I mean, you're such a cool, you know, story and experience and so many, you know, cool things. And I think you're, you've got a great mentality too about, you know, giving back and helping others. If folks want to get in touch, if they want to, you know, see your adventures on YouTube, whether you can really turn that thousand dollars into $40,000, where can they find you? Yeah. So my website, dfdmastery.com. So driving $4, right? dfdmastery.com. There's a link for all my social media, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. I do a lot of content because it's how I want to give back. Um, so you can follow me there. And if you want to apply to become a student, I don't take everyone. There actually is an application process to get on my wall and become a student. You can apply um, on my website as well. You got to book a call and fill out the application. And, and either I or one of my onboarding coaches will talk to you. Nice. Cool. Well, Zach, thanks thanks once again for joining us today. To everybody out there, thank you for tuning in. If you're enjoying the show, please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It's very much appreciated and it helps other people learn about the show. If you know anyone who could use a little bit more passive wealth in their lives, please share the show with them and bring them into the tribe. Thanks for tuning in once again. I hope you have a great rest of your day and a great week. I will talk to you on the next one. Bye-bye.